0: Commercial property uplifts or tweaks can be very unique to the property. Often it's individual to the property itself or sometimes it's just ways of adding income that you can find when you start to turn a good commercial property into a fantastic one. There's multiple ways we look at it. We might look at signage, we might be able to add or extend the property, car parking, storage cages, ATM machines. Now, This podcast, I'm going to share with you how I negotiated and added an ATM to my current property in Cairns and how I, it was an old NAB bank, but how I maneuvered that and and changed that around so now I've got a secure three by three by three agreement. So tune in. And let me run you through some of the terms, some of the conditions, and some of the things that uh, you need to negotiate on when you're looking at ATM licenses. Today, I'm actually going to talk about ATM licenses. So today's video is about value add, right? One of the ways a value add simply into your commercial property is number one, we've got ATM licenses, right? You had ATM there, whether it's a private license or whether it's from a bank, you know, I want to put that in so you get to see it. But I'm actually at the moment in the middle of negotiating an ATM license. So I thought I would run you through the process of it. It is quite common and some people put it inside their property or inside the tenant's property or their tenant actually put it in to get additional income or they add it onto the outside of their property, right? So that is the um, number one thing is that, you know, you can add ATMs. The number two thing, and I'll I'll do this as a follow-on video, uh, it's about car spaces, renting out additional car space and how that actually works and and what rentals are looking, what rentals it's going to be like and why you rent them out and what areas. And number three, of course, storage, right? You can add in storage cages, enclosed storage cages, uh, create more letable areas that way. So there's really three major ways people add income. I mean, of course, there's extensions you can do to a property. You can build mezzanine floors. You can do extensions at the back with our fresco dining. You can you know, have people about dining outside. Uh, all of these things, You can convert, you know, a residential to a commercial upstairs if it's, you know, and, and, you know, if you had a restaurateur downstairs, they could go upstairs. I mean, there's there's many other ways, but these are the three main ways that people usually when they buy commercial property, it it happens that it comes about, am I going to attach to the property? Like when I bought it, it came with the property, but it wasn't done properly in the sense that it used to be a nab bank and then they had the atm and they had all of the wiring all everything to do with that property all wired into the actual property so as part of me taking over and buying the property we had to get them to move it and part of a whole negotiation process as well so you know it's 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 that which is a little bit different and it's a, bit, a little bit harder can be a bit stressful and of course you know all the other space people talk about you know utilizing unused space uh, parking spots and and, and and really areas like um, storage and what else you can create. So that I'll talk in a future video, but today let's focus on ATM. So let me show you what an ATM looks like on, on this particular property. So this property here, you can see the ATMs just here. It used to be a NAB bank. So this is our property in, my property in Gordon Vale. So it's outside of Cairns. So it used to be an old NAB bank. Obviously, all of this stuff will get stripped back. But you can see that where it's not very good on this property is that where this this ATM is great. It's great when it used to be a bank and people can walk in, they go to the ATM. But if you want to put another tenant in there, it interrupts the flow, right? So, you really need this to move to like one window down, you know, to the one to the left, right at the end, near the end of the building so that it stands on itself, and it stands on its own, right? And then they make good Um, these two panels or one panel, so it becomes two panels of window and then the the doorway, right? So this way, if you have a tenant come in, they get the... The, the exposure of the whole space of where they do the, the whole advertising and then they get the front door so if they wanted to do a whole floor for example if it's a dentist or a um, let's say you know a recruitment agency or a pharmacist or any of those things they get the whole idea of being able to use that whole area and you really want to be able to, to maximize that space for them people love windows when you know whether they're uh, you know a an accountant or lawyer or anyone the reason they have retails because they have that right and you got to make sure that's not Interrupters, so this came as it is, and I want to share with you the um what our negotiation has been. So let me just pull up the agreement. Uh so we've got the agreement with the bank, and so that's what this here is what it looks like. So so Wakeman Cushfield is organising this and this happened on the 24th of the 5th uh, response from the the basically this came from the NAB Bank. So it literally just happened two days ago. Um, so they confirm that we should install the Antimam and the Bath property, right? But these are the conditions. And it's a very long condition. It's a 10-page condition. So, But let's go through it so you know what it is about, right? So it's about one metre square space. Uh um the site must be attached i don't know let's go through and see if it is this is a commercial uh this is the entity which is my entity and this is you know our address details and it's got the agent's details where uh, i can put my solicitor's details but i haven't yet um so a head lease solicitor's not uh is not the owner of the land specified in the details or the tenure g-lease term a copy of the lease must be attached right so this is not you know, we're where the where are the owner of the land, so we don't need a copy of the lease, right? So that's us not needing there. So um that's about the new licensor uh in the future. Uh uh, so we've got to, anybody coming in, we've got to protect the interests of the NAB Bank. So we've got to declare it to our new future tenants that are coming in that the NAB Bank is, uh, you know, they have that little space and they can't install anything to block that space in terms of they need access to a service or to rip out the ATM or, you know, whatever wiring or cooling it down, whatever they need to, right? So the licence is obviously National Bank. This is um, you know, Wakeham and Cushville who's doing it. Um, licensee lawyers, these are their lawyers. Now, they've offered a two-year term, right? Um, we can go back to them with a three years or four years or five years, so I'm going to go back to them with a three-year term, right? Installation date accepted. They're going to expect to move it by the 9th of June, which is no issues. They've uh, expected it's going to be $7,000 a year. Um, it can be anywhere from seven dollars 15 depending on what and how premium the space is. And, of course, uh, if you're in CBD, Sydney or Melbourne it's going to be a lot more than that, right? Um. So here it says, unless provided for this in this document, licensee is a gross amount, including electricity and no other cost. Now, we put a cross against that because we obviously don't want We want them to pay their own electricity because their electricity could be, uh, you know, a hundred, so it could be a thousand dollars a month or could be five hundred dollars a month. I don't know how much ADMs use. I mean, generally they don't use that much, but they should also pay for their proportion of the electricity. And it's quite easy. They could just get a meter, read it, pay it themselves, right? Um, And this one here is um, may not pay the license fee if if services or the provision of utility fails for eight consecutive hours. Now, that is only if there's electricity supply. We should clarify that. So that's why I put another cross on We should clarify that rather than um, just expect it to happen because it could be their fault that it was down, right? So we've got to clarify that. We've got an option term of two by two years, Mm, we can we can leave that there. That's fine. CPI increases on annual CPI increases. We can go with that. That's fine. Um, recently, you know, obviously, there's been about six six percent, six percent in in Brisbane, and the next one next year, who knows whether it's going to be a five or a three or a two, right? So that that's fine. It'll just even itself out. Um, so notice if no further option opportunity, this doesn't apply uh and here we've got license renewed to market rate with no minimal increases so that means that at the end of three years you can you know increase that to minimum so license fee during option period is a cpi we can leave it at cpi or we can fix it right uh included in in license fee license must ensure all outgoers are paid on time so we're going to make sure they pay um data line costs Yep, access to the ATM basically needs to be 24-7 uh, unrestricted license to maintain area where, you know, no other equipment, surveillance or anything else is, is you know, if you had a tenant that was a jewellery shop at the same time as you have an ATM, which is you know, not the best, but you want to make sure that their surveillance of this does not survey the ATM because of privacy reasons, right? So you've got to make sure that's well separated. And we probably we're not going to get a jewellery shop in there, but just on the off chance that these kind of things happen. Must comply, we must comply with an AB security requirement, which they're going to install themselves and they're going to recache, they're going to do all of that stuff. It's got nothing to do with it. was just got a clear, clear pathway and got to make sure and no one's in their way. Yep. They may, you know, close at any time. I um, might close at any time for recaching maintenance or related purpose without being liable for any loss suffered. There's no warranty that it will be available to the public at any time. That's fine. That's theirs. It's up to them. We're not. You know, we're not responsible. That's fine. Um, so here it talks about, you know, access codes and everything. We must provide the license or So um, that's our expense. This vault and everything else, which, you know, it's already part of it. They just need to plug it in. Uh, dedicated. That, again, um, is all part of that. Those works that's already in there uh, or, you know, we can um, put in there. That they're going to be providing sort of, and is there all of that stuff is you know, installation wiring to enable. Now, that's already in there, so that's you know, they need to that's already in there, so they're just basically using that same thing going over. Uh, and remove the ATM, make safe the site, and make good any damage which NAB caused through the removal. So, that's what we expect them to do. That's the make good clause. Signage will permit you to store its standard corporate surround or ATM that may change from time to time. As the right no cost install under awning, subject to council approval. Uh, must at its own cost obtain owners ownership. So, um, license will actually that's um, NABS um, thing here. And so, yep, that's a signage. We've just got to now specify which is the signage they're allowed to use because there's a couple of areas of signage. Obviously, they're not going to keep all of them, right? Um, so we must keep all steps ensure security, of course. Uh, and then they're going to take out twenty thousand dollars of um, public liability, and they must ensure that insurance. That's fine. Each party identify the other for loss, um, not be responsible for indirect losses or losses which should occur. Well, if someone comes in so they get robbed, or someone that comes in and they something happens and then you know they they couldn't get their money out or whatever, or the money gets chewed up then we're not, we're indemnified for it. They, people have to contact the NAB, Yeah, um, That's to sort of protect the site, the, the ATM view, and the view of the ATM is not obstructed. Um, ensure the maintenance area is one square meters by two square meters in front. So outside needs to be unobstructed. Get free of obstruction, maintain structural integrity of the building so it can't be falling apart. The building can't be damaged by water. So that means that, you know, if there was a cyclone or anything else, you know, obviously, we we'll gonna make sure that site's really, really secure. So um, compensation for loss suffered by anyone because of license or anyone acting under its authority. So here we're talking about if they had restricted access or takes action to restrict access or cause a different eruption, right? That's what happens. Does so not rectified as soon as practical of any breakdown on plants or equipment or any defects. So it just means that, you know, we, we, we're liable to com- compensate for that. So we might take that out and say, hey, you know what, that's, that's part of what you need to do, right? So... Um, Uh, So if there was – we must give them eight weeks written notice, maybe a few with access and anything else. might cross that out and make them four weeks. uh, To provide prominent signage to advertise the location, we might provide that we need to do that. Um, Yep, and that's fine. So I might make that out four weeks rather than eight weeks because if we're going to do works, we want to make sure they're notified. Uh, Considered into short, sure. so we just got to make sure that he they can make inquiries anytime to make sure that it's it's covered, right? Um, so they're not going to sign a site, but here the first day of the term, they may terminate ATM site license three months notice at any time, right? So obviously we're going to remove all of that. Um, so ATM is subject to any attempt or, or actual theft or malicious damage uh, to all the, the local. Li- 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 Lesson fails to provide versatility to verse overheating. May terminate the site at any time for concern. This is a breach of counterterrorism. May terminate the ATM licence if the owner and mortgage don't provide the reason consent um, being entered within 14 days. If any of the following business open within close proximity to the and they may terminate. Okay, financial institutions the bank, okay, that's fine. Gambling venues, well, that doesn't work because we've got a pub next door, right? Um, payday lenders, adult shops, anything similar, gambling venues, licensed pubs. Well, we're actually we're next door to a pub, right? We are next door to a pub, and someone could open a bank, right? It's, it's very, very bizarre thing. Um, not allowed to pay any compensation whatsoever. Pays the license, it may close or remove. Um, yeah, so we'll remove most of that as well. So they will document everything. Um, there's special conditions, which um, is, is subject to NAB's final approval of the board, approval installation, ATM consultant, supplies, power and data, and being satisfied in 10 years, right? Upon signing and returning the document, we'll forward it to any final approval if approved or arrange for license documents, right? So here is the transaction manager. And they've given us things to sign here, and they've attached where the ATM is going to go. So we've got the new door, existing side wall, now side wall, the new side wall. Um, this must be the front section of it. So that's the ATM. That's the I believe that's the entrance and it needs to go into that corner there that's where it's going to go 480 bible 480 mil so that's a drawing of it i don't know if that's very helpful um but yes so that's um that's where it's going to go so so there you have it that's what a a license uh atm works out to be so we're gonna get a tenant regardless of the ATM being there or without that. That it's not gonna affect the rent of the tenant. You know, you might at most affect, let's say you want to give the tenant a discount because they're losing one square meter or two square meters, might give them a discount, on one or two thousand dollars a year. So you're still gonna be up, right? You're still gonna be up a few thousand dollars. I could negotiate for eight grand instead of seven grand. Why not? Right? I can go with that with eight grand instead of seven grand or you know, going ten grand is probably too much where we're regional, but you can always try every little bit, right? And having a bigger, longer lease makes it more tenure makes you more set and forget so worthwhile pushing for it right so the bank doesn't know what they're going to do because obviously a lot of ATMs are pulling out of uh, metro areas because people are using online banking, but they're still very, very popular in regional areas. So we're seeing a lot of APNs still in regional areas. So whether they stay or not after two years, I don't know. But if they don't, we can give it back to the tenant. They get a little bit more space. They get a new, new glass front done, things to think about. You know, you don't have to agree to all the agreement. Everything's up for negotiations. So hopefully that's been really helpful just to show you what a license agreement looks like or a proposal looks like and what happens from here is we get final documents then move the atm down or they take it away if we don't agree they move it down and then basically then they get invoiced rent and they pay the rent and become set and forget it just adds on to the pile of rent that you're collecting anyway so all in all um, I think that if this is one of those uplift ideas you're thinking of, uh, you can connect with a bank. But, you know, most of the time people are going to go with a private one. Private uh, ATMs are really, really good. They charge per transaction, you get a percentage of the transaction. So if they charge $2.50, most of the time you get somewhere around 30% of it. And of course, the more people spend there, the more you get. So, you know, you're getting uh, somewhere, so sort of what about 70 cents, 75 cents to maybe a dollar, you know, 70 cents or so. For each transaction, and in fact, in Gordon Vale, down the road, across the road, they actually have a private one, um, and it's you know one of those uh, ones that collect and charge two bucks or two fifty for it, and they actually do um, that seven. They do more than seven grand a year in 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 fees. So, um, they they have up and downs. Um, Sometimes they do a thousand, sometimes they do 800 a month. So, overall, they actually do more than $7,000. So, um, $7,000 probably on the lower end. Uh, If you put in the prime one, you might get a little bit more. But of course, there's a little bit more hassle. There's probably going to be a little bit more negotiations. And then you're going to work out what your percentage is and whether your location is going to be worth it or not. And it's all about who else they have and what kind of a negotiation you come to. But it's a great way to add value. It's a small way, a little bit of um, negotiation up front, and then it becomes set and forget. And of course, when they take it out, it's not going to affect your tenant uh, going in there. It's not going to affect your tenant uh, one bit. In fact, they get more space coming out. And in fact, it's better for them. If they did move, then they get a new panel to work with in terms of exposure. But if they don't, it's not going to be either way. So it's just an additional way to make more cash flow. And ultimately, all adds to your bottom line when you go to sell the property. So on that note, um, watch out for my other videos when I'm going to talk about other ways to add income into your property. And I'm going to show you through some, maybe some leases next time. I'm going to show you some leases next time with car spaces, how much people are charging for car spaces, how valuable they are and whereabouts they're located. So tune in for that. In the meantime, looking for someone to help you with your commercial property portfolio or grow your property portfolio or with more income generating ideas in commercial property reach out to us, helentarrant.com or helen at commercialpropertycashflow.com.au. It's all about helping you to achieve financial success through commercial property. And if you want to check out more of what we do, also check out unicorn.com.au. And that's unicorn with a K because we can. Bye for now. There you have it. So if you ever thought about adding an ATM or a signage or anything that is worthwhile to add additional income to your property, and that may be just rental increases, might be an ATM in the corner, it might be signage on a window or signage on top, or extending our fresco dining areas, small letable areas, mezzanine floors. There's a whole host of ways over time or you own a commercial property that you could increase the value and the cash flow of that property. But to do it and to know how and to do it properly without costing you a fortune and not let your commercial property run down, but constantly constantly improving it you need a team behind you you need people who are experts at doing uplifts people who are expert at looking at how to manage and and grow a commercial property portfolio which so few people have in this market but if you want a team to surround you and you want real professional advice reach out to myself Helen Tarrant, unicorn commercial property and let us build your wealth together and let's create more cash flow and growth in your portfolio links below don't forget to get the book